Greetings, Alpha Seekers. Welcome to uh, the Alpha's Next Podcast. Uh, This is uh, Wednesday morning, but just barely. Uh, After midnight, as the song goes. And um, just a quick observation that came to me today. Um, I think there is a connection between uh, socialism and globalization. You know... What I think the Trump administration has really been trying to do is kind of turn back the clock. Uh, This is something that certainly the left hasn't recognized or at least admitted. You know, by getting tough on China and putting tariffs on imports, it tends to create jobs in the U.S. And certainly this is what the Trump uh, political machine was trying to demonstrate, that they were trying to bring jobs back to the U.S. and put people to work for decent wages. And that's, uh, you know, that's a natural democratic position. But the Democrats, I think, years ago shifted over to more of a globalization uh, strategy. But the thing is, when you go from a labor market of $330 million to a labor market of seven billion, the wage competition becomes crushing for the American worker. So uh, you almost have to complement globalization with socialism. And in effect, and this is a little bit of a stretch, but you've almost got a wage slavery situation, you know, where you don't actually enslave people, but they work for very low wages compared to the U.S. Now, in their countries, of course, that's plenty of money. So you, they feel like they're making a good living when they make 10% of, of what an American worker makes. So uh, the whole offshoring, outsourcing uh, phenomenon inevitably, inevitably creates excess labor in the U.S. And the Republican posture on that was, well, that's pretty much just the market, so you got to go do whatever you got to do at 7-Eleven or whatever and work three jobs. But people don't like that. So uh, I think the missing component to it was probably using more of a socialist uh, regime to give people an acceptable lifestyle. And that may be where things have gotten out of whack here, you know. The people who are using uh, China and Vietnam and all these other countries as their labor force are doing pretty well. Uh, Certainly knowledge workers. But uh, the people who used to do the work that's been offshored are not doing well. And that's caused a bunch of problems. So... It may be that when the Democrats, if the Democrats get back in, and I mean eventually they will, then uh, you'll see a return to globalism complemented by socialism. And, uh, you know, from an investment perspective, from an alpha-seeking perspective, uh, to some extent that's neither here nor there, but but I do think that it may tend to... uh, minimize the civil unrest that we've had. We were talking today in Ventures Next about the future of the city 
And in my mind, and I've gotten a lot of pushback on this, and I mean, I've been the most paranoid person in the world about the virus, with some good reason, uh, because it is out to get me. But uh, the reality of it is that I see a path to, to getting past that. You know, between the vaccine and the therapies and uh, the just general community immunity that I think we're getting, uh, I could see we're in a couple of years, or maybe even by January 22, not January 21, but January 22, this thing may be uh, pretty much behind us and we'll be back to normal. And at some point, you have to get back to normal. But... Uh, the civil unrest, to me, is a deeper problem. And I don't even know whether Joe Biden and Democrats are going to be able to address that successfully. But my partner's point today was that, uh, you know, if the, 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 in other words, the the economy drives a lot of the frustration that exploded in May and then intermittently over the summer, and the economy has basically been sabotaged by the virus, and the response to it, uh, which was lacking. And so once the virus abates, the economy comes back, uh, you know, prosperity returns, and uh, that takes a lot of the pressure off of the, off of the social uh, situation that's caused all these upheavals. So that's a pretty... Uh, optimistic scenario, but I think it's a reasonable hypothesis, you know. I don't know if things are going to go that way, but I think it makes sense that they could. If you view the May uh, reaction to the George Floyd thing as a combination of the fact that people are stressed out by the virus and the economic impact and the uh, fact that they had a lot of time on their hands and they're all watching on TV all these uh, you know, all these replays of this incident and outrage feels outrage and everybody's online rather than at work. So, uh, in any event, that's, uh, that's our take for today and it's more of a macro thing, but I thought I'd share that because, you know, it's kind of a optimistic viewpoint, if you will, amidst all this, you know, uh, tragedy. And, uh, I don't, get those kinds of thoughts that often, I guess. So when I do, I like to share them, you know. I like to share inspiring messages. So that's my take for today. Uh, Terry Nugent for Alpha's Next. Uh, remember, we have our 10-10-10 deal. Uh, 10 months, 10%. Uh, looking for 10 grand, but that's flexible. So uh, good way with very low risk to your principal to make a very high interest rate. So uh, if you're interested in that, give me a call, 708-334-8414. Live long and prosper. Wear your masks. If you don't have one, call me. I'll give you one for free, 708-334-8414. Bye-bye.